0: Iras- irascible, irascible, mm-hmm. which yeah. means having or showing a tendency to be easily angered. Yep. And I learned today that I am that. <laughs> That's me. Welcome to Behind the Sins, presented by CinemaSins.
1: Welcome to Behind the Sins, a weekly look at everything going on inside the world of CinemaSins. I'm Aaron Dicer, and I'm joined, as always, by Danae Hughes. Uh, we write for... I'll, I'll wait. Hello. <laughs> we are, we write for CinemaSins TV Sins and do various other things inside the CinemaSins universe as well. Jonathan couldn't join us today, but we still wanted to make sure we uh, we talk about the sins videos from last week. So here we are.
0: Well, I I do have a hand puppet, Jonathan here.
1: <laughs> do you?
0: Hi, everybody! <laughs> I can't do Jonathan's voice very well,
1: admittedly. Was that an actual attempt nope.
0: at Jonathan's voice? It's because it's voice. <laughs> it's pretty exciting. We're going to talk about all things cinema. Uh, I am
1: I am terrified at uh, where the uh, Jonathan hand puppet will eventually take us in this show.
0: I'm not going in your butt.
1: <laughs> okay, not that kind of. Te- now I'm that kind of terrified.
0: Because that's where, that's where it goes for puppets. Is that not what you were thinking? This is, the big joke is like a person's hand is up the butt of a muppet. So yes. what were you thinking?
1: Right. No, no, no. I was. I was just talking about just the general thing of you imitating Jonathan and where you were going to, you know. Take Jonathan. Like, oh,
0: well, this is embarrassing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. Jonathan,
0: maybe you should go over in the corner. Okay. <laughs> okay, He's gone. See? Problem right, fair solved.
1: Enough. Fair right, enough. Right
0: here at the top of the show, you don't have to wonder anymore about the puppet.
1: Well, Happy New Year.
0: Happy New Year. You know what's interesting about this week? We're recording it in last year. That's right. And releasing it in the new year.
1: From the past. Yeah. You remember 2019?
0: God, that was so long ago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> have you thought much about the living in the 20s?
0: Um... I am preparing for all of the um ad campaigns about, you know, twenty twenty, get in focus. Right. That kind of thing. Yeah. That they've been preparing for for all these years. Right. Like, yeah. oh, we can do this in twenty twenty.
1: Yeah, in twenty twenty. Have
0: clear sight in twenty twenty.
1: Th- I remember I remember many, many, many years ago talking about political campaigns for the election of twenty twenty oh, and yeah. how they'll all be like casting oh, yeah. a vision, twenty twenty vision, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but... exactly.
0: But what I didn't expect is that I would be back in the dungeons and Dragons and it's double crit year. <laughs> I'm real excited about that. So that's kind of like where I've landed. <laughs> uh 2020. That's,
1: that's great. I didn't play Dungeons and Dragons and I, I get that. I know. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> I'm looking forward to all the year end articles that are like 2020 hindsight. Uh, Mm -hmm. And that kind of stuff That'll be a lot of fun
0: It's totally gonna be
1: But no I'm talking more in general Like uh, New Like living in this The the 20s I like this because Like the aughts I guess Or the teens Like those decades I I never felt comfortable With what we called them But Mm -hmm. now we're like We're in the 20s I get that Like that feels right to me
0: Come on finger wave what? Uh, that was a really popular hairdo.
1: Yeah, I'm ready for swing music. Yeah, I'm ready yeah, yeah. for, you know, bankruptcy uh-huh. and stock market crash. It's and all coming. It's all coming. It's all-
0: so. In fact, that's why my husband and I are like, do we buy a house
1: World right wars now? are on the horizon.
0: Yeah, it's going to be an interesting year. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm super excited about it for personal reasons and then just looking at the world. I'm like, oh, <laughs> uh, maybe.
1: Well, we're doing our best to make a difference. Difference with a silly podcast about a silly YouTube channel. That's right. Uh you ready to get into it?
0: Yeah. And and we might be having new listeners because we actually uh have our first like advertisement on the main channel. Now, yeah. Which is so exciting. We
1: saw a little subscription bump.
0: We did? Yeah. Hello, new people. A
1: little bump. Our little bump showing.
0: Aw, we're so pregnant. <laughs> I actually
1: thank you, new listeners. We're pregnant with you.
0: Uh, <laughs> this is how we say we love you. <laughs> we're growing a placenta. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Welcome to our uterus.
0: Oh no, we need enjoy Jonathan. your stay, Jonathan. This <laughs> is what happens when Jonathan
1: goes away.
0: Shit, that, this is gonna be a weird one.
1: All right, let's get into it with this inside scoop. What's he building in there? Um. going to take a look at the uh, videos from the week, the process of sending them, maybe how we felt about the stuff in general. Uh, we'll kick it off with some TV sins. The week started with Rick and Morty, Vindicators 3. Uh, this is a final Rick and Morty for this stretch of Rick and Mortys, I think. Now, yeah. I think we'll probably do more later down the road. But man, Because why not? It's been fun. People seem to really enjoy them, too. So, yeah, it's been a lot of fun.
0: That's what I've noticed. Sometimes, like, in the comments, I, I see less of when is this going to be done. Like, in Friends, it was... Like okay, guys. In Game of Thrones,
1: even yeah, yeah.
0: Like we're done. We're we're done with this. Yeah. But Rick and Morty seems to be like do this episode
1: too (laughs) yeah it was the we did like the first three in a row and then we jumped to like episode six or something and the comments on that one were like you skipped some it's like did you really think we were going through like the and and there's like why not i guess have your
0: own have your own rick and morty channel (laughs) right Um, no no
1: uh what did you think about this episode
0: i i remember this one Pretty well. Yeah. So as I was, this was an this Atkinson video. Dicer
1: script, by the way. This was Chris and I.
0: Yeah, you guys loved you. And yeah, Chris is like. It's been fun to see his fingerprints on the yeah on the TV since
1: yeah he was very excited to send Rick and Morty and so he's been on all these
0: yeah yeah I I um I liked this one there was uh, I really like the comment section of this video that's yeah. where my that's where my happy place has been and it's been super fun to go into the comments and like interact with people uh huh um because I'm using my Cinemasins like uh account to do it so it's like it looks super official and then I have the behind the scenes sticker as my picture uh-huh. so it's like i i don't know i'm just i'm having more fun kind of down in there like there's a thread right now of the uh, veggie tales theme song you know where mm-hmm. everyone like leaves the next line <laughs> so i'm involved in that
1: <laughs> so did i i think i mentioned that last week yeah you know, it was yeah, coming yeah. up this week uh-huh. it really is the, my favorite outtake i've oh, ever written it was
0: all over the comments did you notice that yeah so yeah. many veggie tail it's just
1: so perfect because he's a pickle mm-hmm. and because of the way he says turn me over i want to talk to you like it's
0: just it's perfect
1: it's if if just is great it yeah. matches up perfectly and yeah i kind of want to just clip that and just like send it all over the internets because it's so much fun. You
0: want to meme it?
1: I do. You wanna, I Want yeah. to
0: vi- vid a meme it? Vid a meme it? It's like Vimeo. <laughs> a meme? It's a Vimeo.
1: Mimeogram?
0: mimeogram Vimeo Doesn't always work.
1: Uh, yeah, I I didn't like this episode. Now, when I say that, I don't mean like I hated it or anything. You but mean- as far as Rick and Morty's go, oh yeah, yeah. I think this this episode is just it's just a bunch of nonsense. Like it's just a mess. Like usually Rick and Morty, even when it's nonsense it you know you kind of get at least the foundational stuff holding together like Pickle Rick or whatever like the pl- you know there's a foundational plot that kind of holds together through that
0: he's turned himself into a pickle to avoid counseling
1: and this one is just like it, it just exists to make fun of kind of superheroes and the Avengers and
0: so so I, I when I say I remember it I I mean I remember visually going oh yeah I watched this one I don't remember the plot so the plot is that Rick gets drunk yes and the the like the night before? Yep. And, and he goes and
1: kills the main bad guy himself. Okay. And then sets up traps that will kill all of them.
0: Unless they can solve- Unless
1: they can solve problems.
0: His problems.
1: Makes no sense.
0: Yeah. And I thought you guys did a good job of pointing that out. Yeah. Even as far as like the different video clips, which- is not always easy to put it up in front of everybody and say here's all the ways this sort of falls apart, you know, because it's so fast paced and there's so much going on. So I thought you guys did a really good job in this one of kind of pointing that stuff out. Uh, uh, Chris weighed in on, so I have his notes. In, oh yeah, if you what, what talk- did Chris have to say? No, if you go ahead, go. Why don't you talk about? Uh...
1: I said my piece about the episode, so let's talk about the the video itself and hear Chris's thoughts.
0: Okay. Um, he said for some reason Vindicators 3 was the hardest Rick and Morty to sin I'm not sure why it has all the ingredients of a sinable plotting but I think since everything is ridiculous yes a, a parody of the Avengers plus Rick being super drunk creating a series of puzzles for the Vindicators to solve yep also ridiculous and pointless, pointless there wasn't much to pick on motivations of characters were consistent with a silly plot plot holes don't really exist it was, it was a tough one however I did enjoy trying to piece together Rick's drunken night which led to to some sins.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember Chris and I, during the, the writing of the script, actually took time to try to figure out what Rick did that night in the order he did it in. Right. Because he's videoing all those first videos. He already has cutouts right. made behind him for the last thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he's also saying things in those videos that he's making up as he goes along. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I i so guess I'll do this. I yeah, think I'll yeah, do especially that. Especially the
1: basketball yeah. one. He's like, I don't know what we're doing. Uh, uh, basketball. Why don't you do the basketball. Well, if you've already made all this stuff. Right. Right. Like, don't you already know that? So then you have to think, okay, he knew the final thing, did that, and then made
0: everything else... It's, it's wild.
1: Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's it, it's a little bit crazy.
0: Uh, non sin related. He loved the part where Morty tells Sober Rick that Drunk Rick is just ripping off Saw with one of the puzzles, and Sober Rick is like, he says he would never do that hack job, that meant like a hack job uh-huh. like that. Yeah. And then Drunk Rick on the video says that he got the inspiration from the movie <laughs> Saw. Yes,
1: that's a great joke.
0: So he enjoyed that one a lot. So it kind of maybe the same experience that you had, and this yeah. has happened before in Rick and Morty, where you guys have had to watch the episode so many times to just pull stuff out but sometimes it's because it's kind of well thought out and crafted and this one seems like it's kind of opposite where it's just loony
1: well and but honestly the whole show is so improvisational like the the key example of that is we talk about the interdimensional cable stuff where they just make up those shows on the spot and then animate around it this felt like a full episode of that this felt like they just sat in a recording booth and you know made this up as they went along and then animated around it Yeah, you know it just feels very improvisational
0: Um, in that way uh, where we, we have a comment section uh, for those of you who are new listeners. Um, I like to break the rules and talk about comments. Now. <laughs> you talk about comments whenever you want. Uh, Shadowbolt Hayes said, I'm surprised you guys didn't send the part where Nova got somehow impregnated by ants or that she was able to have sex with a literal swarm of ants <laughs> or the fact that she did it willingly. I mean, I know there is a weird insect fetish out there. I wish I didn't uh, out there. I wish I didn't judge people for having, but yeah, I think it's weird um, to each their own. But anyways, the fact that she got pregnant is pushing my suspension of disbelief farther than this show ever does in all the other episodes. In Except three. she's a supernova.
1: Like, I mean, she could get pregnant from anything. I would think like and, all she has to do is think about it. Like,
0: um. So the next person says, don't mind me responds. I feel like that was so much of a sin. It would have broke the sin counter. <laughs> the next person named section says some sins are best left." without mention. <laughs> the more I think about it, the worse it gets. Like, doesn't does he even feel anything
1: right like <laughs> yeah guy made of ants is a million ants is the weirdest character I, I remember doing research uh on the life you know the life cycle of ants yeah, for the descends, fact yeah. so, for the fact that he replenishes Almost his ants instantly. like instantly mm-hmm. um and i was like i think it takes some time you know for for ants to to for the queen to pop them out
0: all the sitting aside rick and morty is still is one those shows i'm so glad it exists because mm-hmm. it's just so lenny yeah and R rated.
1: Um, is your superpower transmitting body dysmorphia? Yes, uh, I like was, that one. Was one of my favorites.
0: Although I did have to go back and figure out like toilet paper on top of cantaloupe <laughs> with a watermelon,
1: <laughs> toilet paper on top of a pumpkin with two cantaloupes on top of.
0: Th- right. Yeah, but the way that the, it was it starts off with toilet paper. Yes. And so I was like toilet paper roll.
1: A roll. Y- so then her I kind of So then is... I kind
0: of stopped it and I was like, oh, it's her time.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. With a
0: cantaloupe, which which by the way were very high. <laughs> like maybe high, <laughs> well, she's a supernova, body, body dysmorphia. That's yeah, what, that's what it's for.
1: Yeah, exactly. She
0: clearly wears Spanx in a corset. That's <laughs> all I'm saying, <laughs> galaxy Spanx. Also, she's not real. <laughs>
1: Uh, Anything else you wanted to mention from this one? Nope. All right. We can move on then. Uh, Let's move on to TV sin. Doctor Who, the runaway bride. This has become a tradition at TV sins. We send a Doctor Who Christmas special last Christmas and we send a Doctor Who Christmas special this Christmas. Uh, So we did the first one last year. This is the second one. Um, I'm a huge Doctor Who fan. Uh, A lot of the team really hasn't dove in. I think maybe Jonathan watches a little bit too, but. Doctor Who. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You're the Who fan.
1: I'm. I'm the Who guy, what, so what, this was uh, Jonathan.
0: Who? What's a Who fan called?
1: A Whovian. A Whovian. Yeah. I mm. don't know. Okay. All the Who's in Whoville. Something like that.
0: Wasn't that one of the jokes?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, sh- I mean, it was in the first one. I don't remember if we made that joke again in this one. But. I
0: have such little experience with Doctor Who. I've only ever watched one episode, and I want to say it was on TV in some sort of like waiting room or something where I wasn't watching it because I chose to. It was just there. Yeah. And there was this gigantic piece of skin with a face that was talking about needing moisturizer <laughs> that's right
1: moisturize me yes yes
0: and i was like what the fuck is this <laughs> and then i that's watched
1: the tagline for doctor who actually And then i
0: watched this video and i was like i don't understand anything that's happening yeah. i'm so confused yeah
1: yeah well ask away ask your questions
0: is this funny <laughs> like, occasionally is, cause, cause yes no thing, it, like, it
1: occasionally I, is yeah I,
0: I there's somebody that's a that's a fan that's watching this and maybe it was you and jonathan yeah fans because there's some sins off and as somebody who's not a Doctor Who person right. and has never seen Doctor Who uh, and, and I'm watching the Sins video I'm like this is nothing that needs to have Sins off this is awful <laughs> this is trash I was I'm supremely unimpressed at this moment yep. and I know there's Doctor Who fans no, out there no, no, like you great. can't do it based on this and I get no, it no no, no it's like, great I think I can explain it a little bit for you oh I hope so because this was like <laughs> I'll try what is happening
1: I'll, I'll give it I'll give it my best shot okay uh, first of all the character of Doc Who, uh, Doc Who I just called him Doc Who that da- should be a new Thing. Is that
0: is that a new thing?
1: Daku. That Daku. <laughs> sounds like a Star Wars. Isn't there a Star Wars? Doku race count cult? Doku. Oh, there you go. Anyhow, uh, Doku uh, is such a great character, and there's there's such really
0: because a- it just seemed like he was running around yelling a lot. Uh huh.
1: Yeah. Oh well, that's part of him. He's okay. also very quirky. He's also he's not human, so oh, he's you know that's different. Yeah, he's a time lord. He has two hearts. Um, something you may not side know about by time side. lords. Uh, but time lords One are a species. Butt. and uh, No, I think they're side by side. Okay.
0: Well, that's um, a question I had. You just skipped, <laughs> so I had to go back.
1: So he is a, a time lord, the last of the time lords. Uh, and okay, they
0: Okay, stop. If he's the last, why has there been ten? Because someone said ten's their favorite.
1: Well, because this is the other thing about Doctor Who and about time lords is they regenerate. So when they use the last of their life essence, they come back as another being.
0: Okay, so question. Yeah. Their time essence being used by that little wand thingy?
1: No, that is.
0: Because <laughs> that's a terrible use of your powers is to like go to whatever floor that can operate a. I don't know. It's just a sonic
1: screwdriver. It's just a tool.
0: It's just like their tool. Oh, adult. yeah, casual. So, so, no, I mean, it is what it is. Like It's, it's... actually called a sonic screwdriver. Yeah, that's what it's called. Oh, my yeah. God.
1: <laughs> that is literally my brother's username on what? like all his accounts is Sonic oh, Screwdriver. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: okay, okay, okay. So, so he's a Doctor Who fan too. He
1: is definitely a Doctor Who fan. Oh
0: God, he hates me so much right now. <laughs> Not that your brother listens to this podcast.
1: So anyhow, uh, I don't, I don't know where to start because we've touched on Sonic's life
0: essence. Yeah, how does he expel his life? No, well,
1: if he give like if he sacrifices his life, or you know, he's he's dying. You know, like if he he's taken too much injury to recover. And he oh, gotcha. Okay. You know, so, so he has a life dies, meter, like he,
0: in a video game. Yeah, but okay. he
1: comes back. It's this. It's this brilliant way to. Be able to replenish the the lead character in Doctor Who. So when people talk about loving ten, they mean the tenth regeneration. There have been
0: ten of them.
1: There have been more than that now. I think Jodie Whittaker, uh, who's the first female. Doctor.
0: Oh yes, I um, remember that happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: is uh, uh, Doctor Who fans are gonna hate me that I don't know this right off the top of my head. I'll have to look it up. But I think it's like third I think she's third. Um and there is some confusion a little bit with the movie because you know, it went from the old TV shows Twelfth Doctor. To, so Jody is the twelfth doctor. Uh is is Tenet the tenth?
0: Let me just say this. My Google search was female Doctor Who number. <laughs> yeah. Portrayed by Jody Whitaker. Uh huh. Yeah. Previous version twelfth doctor. So okay. It says previous version. Would that mean that she's the 13th? Um,
1: may- I thought she was the 13th. Maybe she is the 13th 12th.
0: Doctor. It says okay. 13th Doctor on Wikipedia. Yay! Then why would it say previous is twelve? Wouldn't we just kind of assume that? God, Google.
1: I don't know. David Tennant is my favorite doctor. He is the doctor in this one. I think he's hilarious. I think he's a lot of fun. I think I started this by trying to kind of explain to you why people like it Uh and kind of why it it gets to be kind of trashy, Uh but people still like it.
0: It's like sci-fi trash.
1: It is sci-fi trash. It's always been sci-fi. In the 60s when it started, it was was ridiculous, you know, obvious prosthetic costumes super got that from this one
0: right yes and so although whoever was acting as that (laughs) <laughs>
1: the rancor or whatever
0: creature yeah. was given to her all yeah I kind of appreciated that
1: <laughs> yeah yeah that was that was. I definitely uh, felt like we needed to mention the overacting that was going on in this episode but intense. that's kind of been the bread and butter of the series is that kind of thing and what's interesting with this new version is it kind of has gotten more and more polished you know as the years oh, have gone okay. on okay Um, but at the same time it still harkens back to you know how it started okay it so he's
0: from. an alien and he has a ship that's in the shape of a police thing
1: Yeah Okay
0: and, yeah. The, and inside That's like a pocket universe Where it's all kinds so of stuff So technically That's his TARDIS
1: Which stands for Time and Relative uh, Dimensions in Space uh, and so it is not just a spaceship, <laughs> it's a time ship. Uh, oh, so okay, it, it okay. travels through time and space.
0: And he traveled somewhere and, in this episode and and kidnapped a woman?
1: Well, what happened in this episode was, this is great. Let's Can we do a Doctor Who podcast? Sure. And you can just ask all these questions. Sure. So what happened in this, her... Um, all
0: the extra time we have. That, yeah.
1: that being was... "Quote unquote," poisoning her with an element so that she could bring her species to feast on the earth. Right, well, so she was poisoning what? her with this element okay. that would allow her. Well, anyways, this element can you call
0: can, her the bride. Sure, okay. So the bride is at her wedding and she dissolves into a thousand stars. Yes, and is she's teleported, teleported to his to TARDIS? TARDIS because doctor who kidnapped
1: her no Uh because the element that she's being poisoned with is communicating with the TARDIS the same element that the TARDIS runs on okay and so So it TARDIS brought her her. yeah it absorbed her there Uh and that's why he's so confused to start off with because that shouldn't like there
0: was a lot of yelling
1: nobody should be able to just teleport into the TARDIS TARDIS. that shouldn't happen right
0: right right. I'm totally tracking
1: by the way I should also mention the police box that Uh he's in is because when he landed on earth the the TARDIS is designed to disguise itself to into the environment. Okay. And he landed in England. Uh-huh. And so it disguised itself as a police box, but then it got stuck. So it's been stuck as a police box uh, since his first trip to Earth. Got um, it. But TARDIS is in general, wherever they land, are designed to uh,
0: appear as, as something the environment. N- envi- yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. So there you go. So it could be the Rocky statue if it was in. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Okay. Anyhow,
1: but that's what people love. They love kind of the world building of it. And it's just, there really is Can nothing ta- else like it in pop culture.
0: So what was the. Skin saying to moisturize. <laughs> <laughs> that's not this episode. Okay, we can talk about it later. We'll talk about it later.
1: Uh, what do you think of the video? Anything um, in the video? I was so confused. Sure, of course. There was
0: just a lot of yelling. I got really confused at the uh, stop bleeping me one because- the, Uh-huh, the, let's the, talk about that. So the sin is stop bleeping me and then- They uh, say they, in the show. They say in the show. She says
1: stop bleeping me and, and she's so, talking about the little you know, sonic screwdriver that he's and, bleeping her with.
0: And Jeremy says something I continue to say to the sin editor somehow makes it into this fucking script. Yeah, it's not bleep, right? Then why do we ever why do we ever bleep?
1: Because we think it's funny.
0: Oh, this is a
1: conversation. Yeah, I'm
0: a new girl. Uh, uh, By the way, hi. If if you're new here, (laughs) I'm Danae. I'm super, super new. (laughs) Yeah, to the team. I think it's a combination.
1: I think it's a combination of kind of the YouTube environment and and also because they find it hilarious. Well, this
0: was a great place to do it. Um, but there was even comments about it, like in the comments like that moment when Jeremy chooses to be demonetized. Yeah. Like we're standing kind of a thing. Oh,
1: nice. Yeah. Nice. Like yeah, we we're stand. putting your enjoyment over Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because that was the vibe. That's why I was like shocked. I was like, Whoa.
1: Yeah. No, it's uh, it 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 was one of those things where it's it's just a beautiful meta joke, you know? Yeah. Because he's complaining about something that in that moment is not happening. Right. You know. Yeah. So. It was
0: good. I was confused by it. I actually messaged you when I watched it. Yeah. I was like, um, <gasps> Oh no, we let one through, <laughs> guys. Not only is it not like asterisk in the narration, right? But we forgot to bleep Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> This is a big deal because this is the stuff that, you know, as we're going through the process where we're trying to make sure that the videos are ready to go live, yeah. we've got all these eyeballs looking to make sure that that's the kind of stuff that doesn't slip through the cracks. And so I was super shocked by it. Yeah. I obviously didn't write on this one or I would have been on the joke, but I didn't know.
1: Uh, the uh, the other thing that I realized while watching this is how much the companions which are the the people who travel with Doctor Who that are Earthlings? Okay, uh, really, their primary existence is for Doctor Who to explain things to us. Because he has to explain it to them. Yeah. It should have been so obvious to me. Right. Um, but but this one just, just like
0: the red shirts have to die on Star Trek, so that the main characters don't. Right, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. This is basically, you know, an an expositional delivery device uh that the writers have used for years. Uh and I just I think that's hilarious because in the Doctor of Universe, companions are so beloved and yet they're really just kind of a, a tool of the writers. So there are so
0: so many comments in this one. One of super fans. Yeah. Super fan comments galore. Uh Jason was talking about companions. He says, and to think Donna would somehow go on to be one of the best companions of the modern era. Yeah. Sniff, we miss you, Dr. Donna. Is that the person? Is that the bride? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, and then Jay- Donna
1: Noble has been saved. Sorry. Somebody will get that.
0: Okay. Jason Blalock says you're not entirely wrong, but part of the reason she worked was specifically because 10 needed someone who would call him out on his BS when appropriate. Yeah. He had a borderline God complex that only got worse over time. Yep. and It certainly wasn't helped by having companions like Rose and Martha who constantly fawned over him. Yep. Donna could be shrill, but cause he was responding like with someone else saying that she was kind of annoying and shrill. Uh, Donna could be shrill, but after her personality reboot in series four, and this is when I was like, oh, my God. This is when I paused for a second and I was like, I, I put my fingers to my temples and just started to massage because there's just so much. There is. Like, this is a lot.
1: You, you know how, how much you love all the intricacies of, of Tol- Tolkien's universe and Lord of the Rings? You
0: bring this up. I, I do, but not like that. But you, know? you do. I, I don't, I'm not like, oh, and, and, and in series four when this happened, blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. Yes, you my, are. No. You Shh, just sh- said something See? about- how Critical Role is the one that you should talk about because I am fangirling out about Critical Role. Okay,
1: maybe. Yes, yeah, so that's probably a better. I just want to let you know. I, okay, okay, fair okay.
0: okay. So, I, so, yes, I do this. So, anyhow, uh, he goes on and talks about, you know, all of her personality and stuff. So, I was learning and then I was like, companions or something. And is was that the skin? Again, I'm really just curious. We'll talk later about the skin thing. <laughs> um,
1: Moisturize me.
0: Uh, Old Reaver also says without the music, it makes everything lines sound terrible. Yeah. So that was another part about this one that I wondered that was dry for me as I watched it was like maybe missing some of the flair that it normally
1: Sure. Has. Yeah. No. I mean, yeah, you're not going to get the same effect but watching I, the Sins really video didn't as you really like would. it though. No. And I don't, I don't know that you would, and I don't. It's one of those things. Like, if
0: you, I want to like it. It's really fun. Everybody is a Doctor Who fan. It's really fun. Tardis is everywhere. (laughs) Uh, One of my favorite scenes was the pencil inside a mug. Nice college girlfriend joke. Yes, I really loved that one. Yep. So well done on the script. Good. Thank you. I,
1: I wanted to mention as well the um uh the Parmesan and roasted garlic Pringles. Yeah. Um, because usually I hate new flavors of things, yeah. right? And oh, so yeah. when I was writing that I had to find something that I could actually like feel like I was being somewhat intellectually honest about <laughs>
0: Even though you're writing for like you're yeah, writing for the I don't narrator, know, it's weird, right? Like it's kind of one of those things. You still want to have your own personal thing. I get right. it. I get it. I get right. it. Right.
1: So I wanted to 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 put those in there. Uh, you ready to head on to music video sins? Um, oh
0: yeah, let's let's do it now. Listen, music all you video want for sins Christmas. is one of the ones that. Every week, we, there's a trend, right? Like, we're just like, <laughs> Not always. I guess there's been some that we've sure. really enjoyed. But for the most part, we're like, the video is hilarious. The, like, the, the music video sin is hilarious. Right. The music video itself is like, oh, let's not talk too much about that. <laughs> so, What was this one for you? I... Uh, Mariah Carey is a very interesting uh, public figure for me. Okay.
1: What do you mean when you say that?
0: Um, So I love singing and I love mimicking sound. And so obviously there's these huge voices that you hear every year and Mariah is one of them and when I was little I had a much higher register um I don't know if it's years of being sick (laughs) we're going on like two months of my voice not fully coming back yet yeah a little nervous now got a
1: little bit of that lower register going on
0: I don't know if it's a lot of pot smoking in my 20s I don't know I don't know if I just hurt something at some point.
1: Uh, in let's time. go back to the pot smoking in your 20s. Maybe
0: my cigarette <laughs> fa- phase. I'm not sure. But when I was younger and I had a higher register, I was in choirs and I could hit the notes with Mariah. So I loved seeing Mariah. But then as I've gotten older, she kind of annoys me. Oh, and what so, is it? Like I respect her ability, but then there's something about like her persona <laughs> that I roll she, my do,
1: eyes at. Do you at. feel like her persona is a little too full of itself? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I wondered but if I that was it. I don't know her personally. No. I know, I and it's so hard to- I don't
0: know what they, what they right. show on the TV and whatever. I think
1: she's just confident. I I think she just, I don't know. She strikes me I as feel... somebody who's like, I'm good. Like, I feel, I'm not worried about- I
0: feel like- like, there's just, there's parts of some personalities that kind of like make me cringe. And, and God,
1: that's this natural. Is such a no, no, no. It's, you're right. Don't but hate it, me. But, but it like, is natural.
0: She, you know, she does things where she doesn't apparently, this is all allegedly, this is all Danae reading, like stuff is probably just a bunch of bullshit. But listen, <laughs> she like has like her favorite side that she refuses to let ph- photographers photograph her from sure. her side and stuff. And I, but wouldn't you feel like you'd
1: know that if your life but, was like all getting pictures that's taken? That's
0: what it is. As I've as time has gone on, I don't like cringe as much. So this was my first time kind of watching her going, Oh yeah, cringe girl. Oh wait, no, I kind of feel sorry for her. (laughs) Oh wait, like I'm shifting and changing. So I was not really enjoying the I've heard this song way too many times. So I wasn't like watching it for that. I'm watching Mariah going, What is your life? Like what is this world that you have? And what kind of a person are you? I don't like it's I don't know. She's just like this icon. So anyways, I was super distracted by that. I did enjoy the sins. I I you know, like the, the comment of the list of stuff that she won't do is the pop version of meatloaf. Super loved that. Great,
1: great sin. That's that's one I had written down too.
0: Uh, I, of course, I loved the disc track for Nick Cannon, and uh-huh. uh, so there was some fun things that were peppered into there. But for me, because she's such an icon, and I used to sing her songs, and then I hated on her publicly for quite a while. And I'm I'm coming out of my hatred phase. Oh, good for you. It was just this interesting combination of emotion as I was yeah. watching this one.
1: No, I think it's very natural for there to be people in the public eye who we don't. React well to for whatever reason, something's off, and we're just like, I don't think I like you. But I think it's very important, like you're doing, to step back and go, I don't know you. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I think that's really valuable. I, I know there, I used to do stage work for concerts that would come into town when I was growing up in high school and stuff. And I had friends who would have bad experiences with some of these, you know, quote unquote famous people yeah. in these bands. Yep. And then they would go telling all their friends, Well, this guy's a jerk. You know, he, you know, I said something to him and he slashed. He kind of snapped back at me or whatever, and I'm just thinking, you don't know the like. He may have just been having a bad five minutes, like yeah. you, uh, like it's just you can't
0: have bad five minutes when you're famous. <laughs> That's right.
1: Well, it's kind of true, and no, so you is. know, it's and that may be why somebody like Mariah or somebody else feels standoffish or hoity toity or whatever because they've had to live a life mm-hmm. where they're just like, it doesn't matter what I say, somebody's gonna think it's awful. And
0: it was cool to see her kids though in the in the music video.
1: Oh, those were her kids.
0: The ones that pop out of the. Present
1: the prison box.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> that was my favorite part like <laughs> just the story of that box like she keeps kids in a box yeah. until Christmas every year and they pop out and help her sing this song <laughs> i thought that was great
0: uh, yeah now what
1: about time. the the song in general though like as a Christmas song because a lot um, of people talk about the getting annoyed by this one and then five seconds later realizing that they're singing along to it it's kind of one of those songs where
0: I think it's amazing it's incredible that she's had this song for all these years and it's just it's permeated culture yeah. i think sometimes like the the famous christmas Christmas songs are the ones that, you know, the people who sang them are long gone, but this is one where it's so in our culture every year mm-hmm. and she's still here. So that's kind of a cool thing to sort of experience.
1: I, I did. Oh, good. No, I was just going to say uh, we've. I think we're unaware of how consistently new hit Christmas songs come out because I remember thinking, yeah, these are, you know, all the classic Christmas songs are old. And then I remember seeing something like, you know, Rudolph came out in 1977 or something. You know what I mean? Like where, and I'm not, that's not a big, mm-hmm. uh, that's not real. That's just me making an example up. But the idea that anything that's before me, I think of as, so ancient. Old. Oh yeah. You know? Because but I think the every world few years a new
0: up. <laughs> uh, me, you. <laughs>
1: I think I each think
0: individual. Every
1: few years a new classic emerges and it's I don't you know, know the
0: classic is
1: that. I think it i no, listen, I think... with Christmas songs, they become classics real fast. Uh. Real fast. Okay. I, I Yeah. Okay.
0: Hey, hey, I do have a cool Christmas album. I know Christmas has passed and mm-hmm. you, we're already over it, right? But it was more of a, like, I'm not going to say broken Christmas, but it was more like of a realistic, like, Christmas album. I really enjoyed it. It was Nicole Nordman's new album. I don't oh, know if yeah. you guys listen to it. I haven't. It's, it's really, really good. She's really um, vocal on Twitter about, you know, like, Trump and, um, like, just how things are really, really jacked up. And she's been, like, excommunicated from uh, Christian culture. Hmm, yeah. Shocker. Here I sit. Hello. <laughs> Same. Um, and so like Uh, this album is like I don't know it's like her just kind of continuing to push on those like can't just pretend like everything is okay all the time sort of a thing Mm -hmm. and somebody on Twitter actually like said you're so irrelevant you know you're just doing da 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 and they work in Christian radio as a DJ shocking stuff like I was like man you're gonna lose your job And then like all the comments we
1: do not have the time nor space nor probably the audience desire for me to uh, talk about my feelings on Christian culture so that's another that yes
0: Go listen yeah. to Shoe the Doe."
1: Yeah, that podcast does exist.
0: Yeah, we we, we definitely go into it there. Um, I asked Barrett what it was like to sin this video. Sure. He said the song itself went to number one on the Billboard Hot 100 this year for the first time. Huh. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's the classic. It's not even the top 100 until this but year. Is, does she continue to remake it? So th- the comments were like, no, it's not remade. It's just a new video. Right. But it's not being remade. Um, he said, I love the song, but that's some bullshit. <laughs> She's printing money off this track. I heard it on the Christmas playlist at least 30 times Christmas Day. At least 70% of those times should have been replaced by Kelly Clark's Clarkson's Underneath the Tree. Same tempo and aesthetic. Better song. Rant over. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think he enjoyed the song very much.
1: Uh, Yeah, I I, I like it. And it was
0: kind of a – I did like some parts of the actual video itself. You know, the idea of a young person going and looking in on a display and kind of getting sucked into the Christmas, you know, excitement of it or whatever – but I, I thought the rest of it was a little bit, a little bit boring. I yeah. thought Mariah was a little boring. She doesn't move a lot. She just kind of lays there and looks pretty, or She like, you know, pops her hips and, and wags her hands. And granted, her voice is like a dream, but they're like all the background people are doing stuff. I don't know. I just want to see Mariah move. Wants want to see her move a little Everybody bit. Everybody
1: wants to see Mariah move. Yeah. Move, Mariah. Move
0: that body, girl. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> uh,
1: all right, let's move on to Cinema sins for the week, and we will kick it off with Muppet Christmas Carol. This was a Scott share joint, Jeremy and Barrett writing on this. Um, this is the best version of the Christmas Carol ever made. Uh, one of the best Christmas movies ever made. I think the <laughs> Sins video even says so. Um, I love this movie. What's your relationship with this movie, Danae? Certainly. Oh, wait, are you going to say you've never seen this movie? That would be shocking. I'm ready to be shocked here because this is so up your alley. I don't remember saying that Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm blown away. Yeah. I thought for sure
0: I'm, I I missed the window. I, don't
1: I know. wasn't
0: I, I'm I want to say I would be I would be pretty confident if I called my parents and said, Did we watch this when I was a kid? They would say yes. But I don't remember it. Wow. I obviously remember the characters in it. Well, sure,
1: they're the Muppets.
0: But I don't remember. I don't remember the moments. Like as I was watching the sins video, because I thought that I had seen it. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't. I don't think I've seen this.
1: Interesting. But because
0: it's such a familiar story, maybe I thought that I had. I don't know. But uh, I will watch it next year because if the sinning gods are loving it. And had a good time sitting it then. Well, I mean, it's right it's there on your Disney
1: Plus. You could, you know, fire it up tonight if you wanted with Iris.
0: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm ready for Christmas to be over. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it was such a jacked holiday. I'm so I'm glad it's done. I I loved some moments. were were fine, but it was it was just a it's a, a stressful clusterfuck, <laughs> and I'm I'm ready for it to be.
1: So, playing the role of Scrooge in this podcast, so uh scroogey. Will be Denae.
0: I'm sorry, guys. Bah humbug. I'm a little bit. Go away, Christmas. I'm ready for it to be done. And thank God it is.
1: Um, Wow. I am shocked you haven't seen this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think you would really, really like this. It's so funny. It's so heartfelt. It's so cute. It's so great. Michael Caine is mentioned in the Sins video is giving like Oscar level performance here uh, aside Muppets. Uh, He is it's incredible. It's just it's a really, really fun and well done movie. It's my favorite Muppet. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um okay. so yeah, I would highly recommend you check it out.
0: I'm sorry to I'm sorry to bum you out. A little you, bit. No.
1: No, I don't think I'm bummed out. I'm just shocked. I'm just surprised. I just I figured mm-hmm. the person who I loves Fraggles For and, sure
0: would enjoy this. I yeah. know I would enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: what would you think about the video then?
0: I had a good time watching the video. Quite a bit, actually. Um, but I'm going to uh well, there's there's several. There's one sin in particular that I actually had to stop the video and cried because uh-huh. I was laughing so hard. Um, literally cried. Oh, no, I
1: was in the room. Yeah. I, I saw it happen.
0: Uh-huh. I couldn't. <laughs> and then I went to go try to start the video again and I couldn't. No, it was a good five minutes. <laughs> <It's> Congratulations,
1: <weird. laughs> cinema sins You you shut Danae down for five minutes with laughter.
0: Uh, but I do want to tell you what uh, Barrett had to say about this. Sure, go for it. He said, oh, Muppets Christmas Carol. It's charming as fuck. That was all he said. (laughs) Uh, uh, Jeremy said he got really disturbed at the idea of the talking cabbage. He kind of got fixated on that a little bit.
1: Okay, can I just say I edited this. I didn't write on it, but I did edit it. And one of the things when you're editing the videos is you can add the sentence at the end. Uh, And so it's kind of, you know, a fun way to do a little something in the video. And so I think is uh, like life of a cabbage or something is what I went with. And then I took the, oh, no, my cabbages from Avatar, Avatar, the last airbender. Uh, That just made me happy. Yeah.
0: Uh, the cabbage yells help I'm being stolen and he uh, Jeremy goes on to say imagine what he yells when the knife starts chopping him up in (laughs) someone's kitchen that's why horror movies and movies like this are so fun to sin because you can just take everything at face value and it becomes ridiculous right which was super true and as that was pointed out in the video as I watched it uh, there was like real cabbage and fake cabbage and there was real food and fake food and Mm -hmm. then the the sin about like what sentient being gives them eyeballs and like brings them to life and it seems so random and Mm -hmm. That was just kind of fun. Yeah.
1: What was the What was the Seth Rogen movie that That's basically the premise. Like it's all about food from the supermarket, and then they find out that they're not going to heaven, but they're actually getting chopped up and eaten by people. Oh Um, God. Yeah. It's it's, I mean it's so raunchy. It's like it's like supremely raunchy. I just can't remember what it's called. Probably because I didn't enjoy it that much. But uh, anyways,
0: Uh, sausage party. Yeah,
1: sausage party. (laughs) That's the one. That's.
0: (laughs) I didn't see this, but I just typed in Seth Rogen food movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's sausage party. Okay Yeah Uh, (laughs) If you ever decide to watch that Danae
0: Yeah
1: I can't wait to hear your thoughts
0: Oh no Uh... You're in for a trip Jeremy also said he got really bothered at Scrooge in general, not just in this adaptation um, at the end of the movie, because he learned to be nice, but not only by means of his money, but only by means of his money. He literally throws money at poor kids to go buy turkey. He donates a ton of money to charity. So the only way he knows how to to be good is by throwing money at things. And that's not a true change of heart. At least he does not He did some research. It might be
1: an immature reaction to a true change. Yeah. Of heart.
0: Or or the initial phases of your change. You're right. Like, I have money. I'll it's all good. he knows
1: right now. Sure. Right. Yeah. So.
0: We don't get to see Scrooge in 10 years. And by the way,
1: if you have money using it. To do good for people is not an awful thing. Like, no. Like, you know, that's. No. I so. always
0: give my extra change at McDonald's to the Ronald McDonald House. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I'm round making it up. a difference.
1: One of my sons came to me and he was like, I rounded it up at Taco Bell the other day to help such and such. And I was like, oh, you're sweet. Mm-hmm. That's Uncle awesome. You. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Your 30 cents makes a difference. It, it does. It really does. It actually really does. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, He also did some research a little bit on the all the money in the world situation, which is mentioned in the script. Um, uh, So he wanted to make sure he got the Marky Mark thing. Yeah, he wanted to make sure he got the details right. They did reshoots on the movie to recast Kevin Spacey's role, and Marky Mark was paid in all caps way more than Michelle Williams. Yeah, a
1: ridiculous amount more. And
0: then when it came out in the news, Marky just donated the money to charity, and that is not learning a lesson.
1: Again, benefit of the doubt, it could be. It, that itself does not indicate necessarily a lesson learned, but it also doesn't indicate that the lesson hasn't been learned either. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you know, I
0: think, I think his his genuine point is that change of heart. If you're wealthy, doesn't just mean throw money. Correct?
1: Out. Doesn't just mean that. Yeah. Um, and we
0: don't get to see that story in right. the Christmas exactly. Carol that the, the story ends when everybody eats a fat uncooked turkey. <laughs> Which is
1: so ridiculous.
0: It's true though. Uh, yeah. It it's just like plops thanks, down a raw turkey. He
1: brought us a turkey. Uh, it's a huge turkey. And
0: the whole city's there. Um,
1: I'll have it ready by tomorrow. <laughs> Unless you want to brine. Then maybe we're talking two days from now. Uh,
0: it's good stuff. I love Jeremy's pep talk at the top of this video when he's kind of pepping himself up. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I can do this. Like, can send this charming movie and it's just a fun way to start this whole you know video off is the idea that this the narrator is sitting in front of me going you got this like slap in his face like you can do this you can do this yeah i really like i really enjoyed that visual
1: this uh this one had a sin um of the one of my favorite types of sins where it's kind of an offhanded comment that was within the sin that if you like stop and ponder you have many questions about mm-hmm. uh the one about the ratsicles he starts by saying look <laughs> i've made ratsicles before <laughs> yeah. (laughs) Like that kind of thing is so fun to me. Those are some of my favorite to write too. where it's like, you know,
0: the idea that someday in the future, some super fan is going to write a Jeremy the narrator wiki fan page right? that has like all of these escapades. And so when something is mentioned like Ratsicles, they Mm -hmm. would go to the wiki fan page and they would update it with something like skills. In 2004, Jeremy had to survive in the tundra and make rat sickles or whatever. Like the idea of that is so fun because yeah. it is this ridiculous world building
1: thing yeah. Yeah. that we're doing. I love throwing that kind of stuff in. So I like that.
0: I learned a new word. I learned, oh God, I forgot how to pronounce it already. Erasable. Erasable. Eras- Erasable, mm-hmm. which yeah. means having or showing a tendency to be easily angered. Yep. And I learned today that I am that. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> I am
1: the irascible. Danae I am irascible,
0: Hughes. which sounds super cool. The irascible rascal. Irascible. irascible. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make that my new Twitter handle. <laughs> <laughs> um, the one that got me the most was when Jeremy mimics Gonzo and talks about the interspecies Christmas orgy. Bob counterclockwise. Mm-hmm. The Bob really having to uh, stroke his cloaca counterclockwise. Yeah. It's not just the words that are ridiculous. It was the me. words but it was how Jeremy delivered it it's perfect. as if he were a Muppet. Like, yes. And it's right after Gonzo, and Gonzo's Muppet voice is just silliness, of course. Uh-huh. So it kind of sounded like he was mimicking Gonzo a little bit, yeah. but in like cinema sins world which is super inappropriate and so for it to be a super inappropriate moment about stroking a cloaca counterclockwise yeah is just it was too good yeah
1: i'm really glad that uh, the cloaca has become synonymous with our work yeah. uh it's yeah. just it's a it's a wonderful thing it's it's wonderful to get the tweets uh from uh, spies in disguise uh-huh. uh when the movie talks about cloacas and everybody's like hey it's, guys hey
0: guys or is it cloaca That was another thing. Oh, pronunciation. Yeah, we've we've gotten notes on pronunciation before. It's
1: it's fine either way. Who
0: cares? All I know is that that slayed me.
1: This isn't a GIF GIF situation. There isn't a right or wrong answer.
0: Hey, I actually wrote a a sin recently where the word GIF is written, Mm -hmm. and I did not give a narration prompt. So
1: we're going to see
0: what happens with that. Yeah. That was fun.
1: I thought for sure. Listen, I thought for sure culture was was heading down the road of gif you know because it stands for graphics interchange format and we all know i i choose to say GIF, right and we all
0: know i am a giffer
1: <laughs> you are a giffer i but a lot of the like big writing companies have come out with their like official style guides for their podcasting networks and stuff and they're telling their people to say GIF. so now i'm you know, not so sure who's gonna win cares uh, nobody cares i do except me <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right uh, anything uh, else Uh, No. I think we're good to move on to It's a Wonderful Life. If you're ready. Um, This was an Atkinson Dicer script. Chris and I wrote on this. Uh, My family and I watch this every single year. We love it. We know every line. It was so fun to send this movie. Um, If you ever get a chance to send a movie that you know front to back it's a great experience because you are finding you've already kind of experienced watching something fairly in depth if you've watched it that much so then you even go that next level of really looking at all the d de- you know the background details and you know there was stuff i picked up on that even watching it every year for 20 years or whatever we have i never picked up on before so that's kind of fun right like to have that experience so yeah. I, I really enjoyed it
0: are you gonna hate it next year when you watch it?
1: No. Well, I send it before we watched it this year.
0: Oh, so yeah, so you are- because we're
1: ahead. You know, we work ahead, right? That's true. Um, That's true. That's so, true. That's true. and we watch it on Christmas Eve. So, did you yeah.
0: even have to watch it to send it? <laughs> <laughs> Considering you've yes. it so many. Okay,
1: okay. Yes. Yes, I did. Yeah, I-, I love this movie. What's your experience with the movie? Have you ever sat through it or just um, seen pieces of it?
0: I think I've sat through it once, and I was trying to remember the plot. Uh, Just a couple weekends ago, because when we went down to um, a... Uh, Justin and Iris and I went down to Branson to a theme park called Silver Dollar City and they every Christmas they have like a play that you can go and watch Oh yeah and, yeah, and it's It's a Wonderful Life has been playing there for I don't even know how many years it's very popular and we went I don't know like five years ago and that was the second kind of experience with it but when I was there just a couple weekends ago I was trying to remember what the plot was and I could not remember Yeah, I could I I know there was something about him him, like either seeing himself as if like a Christmas future past kind of a scenario but I totally forgot that mm, he was... Not really. I, I couldn't remember. Yeah. I just knew that there was something where he was outside of the normal Right. And I couldn't remember any of that. Um, I knew there was an angel that gets his wings. That's about <laughs> it. So. Well let me tell
1: you the plot <laughs> oh. from front to back. You know what's interesting about this movie is...
0: Is there the a part... Doctor Who version of yeah, this there too? There is a Doctor Who
1: version of it. <laughs> uh, is the part of the movie that of the plot that people usually remember is the part you're talking about, which is that he he says he wished he had never been born and so he's shown yeah. what the world is like if he right, had never right, been right, born. Right, right. That's like the last fifteen minutes of the movie. There's two hours of the movie before you even, you yeah. know, get there, which is a really strange plot structure. Um so it's it it, basically...
0: well, it it says a lot that the rest of it's forgettable except for the last fifteen minutes. Except it's
1: not isn't like... it
0: though? <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say that I'm like against it or anything. Right.
1: But what what I'm saying is it spins it spends that time basically showing you this life and all the details of this life that are going to become important later. But a movie now would absolutely start with that big, you know, idea Mm -hmm. and then intermittently give you the backstory. Like flashbacks or something. Yeah. 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 And I kind of like this doing it the way it does because it's so different than everything else. And I don't know. Well, they didn't
0: know better. It was the forties. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah. I, I was excited to see it and be reminded about it. Mm -hmm. Um, I was also excited because that's where our Behind the scenes ad is. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm really proud of that. I'm excited that we're like getting to kind of see sure. the development of our show and then, then go into the outtake. So I was excited to watch this one for multiple reasons. Yeah. Um, I also asked uh, Chris what his thoughts were, sure. too. So do me read from Chris or would you like to talk about your experience? No, no, no. I want more? to hear what Chris okay. said to say. He said uh, it's a... A Wonderful Life is another example of how Innocent Movie meets Sin's universe, and you generate some of your best material during it.
1: Yeah, it's it, it was funny to hear everybody like, wow, Christmas week, you did Muppet Christmas Carol, and it's a wonderful yeah. life. It's like, so you have chosen death. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: Um. He says it came from an uncynical time. So all of the stuff it does innocently gets touched under our asshole lens. And I'm glad <laughs> I finally got to lay into that dude who wants his full $242 <laughs> from George and his honeymoon money when there's a run in the banks and he was totally willing to take $121 from Potter. That's the stuff that like as I watched, I couldn't, I didn't remember that, Yeah. you know, and it was kind of confusing a little bit because of course we're clipping through it. We're not full story. It was, oh yeah, this happened and this happened. How? Um. He said, I enjoy being playful with the God stuff at the beginning. No offense intended, but every time you play in that sandbox, you tend to veer into offensive territory. And I'm glad also we were able to discuss the butterfly effect. Much like time travel movies, It's a Wonderful Life has a simplistic view about what changes when you take one element out of a timeline. And I want—I kind of want to pause there because I really did enjoy the butterfly, uh, butterfly effect conversation. Yeah. Because there was really good examples of like, okay, but then would the brother have gone into the ice if he wasn't no. egged on? On by of his, course not. Uh, yeah. Or okay, so you know th- he I wouldn't have even been there. He didn't go on to save people at the war, but maybe somebody else would have been and like it's it's an interesting thing to say. Uh, a reverse of this that really drives me nuts is, um, and it happened in a script recently from one of the TV shows that we've got coming up, the comment was something like, well, imagine what the world would be like without Da Vinci. It's like, well, you can't. Right. You can't imagine what it would be like without Da Vinci. We just wouldn't know anything about Da Vinci. Like, there, we, right. we, would, we would all go on. We would all and just And somebody exist. else
1: may have had the ideas that he had or, right. you know, done the art that he did. Maybe mm-hmm. not in exactly the same way, but yeah. somebody else would have filled that void. Maybe. Maybe not. You know, yep. it's it's the... It is the... It's really interesting thinking about the philosophy of this movie because it is so narcissistic. This idea that you are so important that if you disappear, the whole world falls apart is uh and I think we pointed out a couple times with like the cop who turns in turns from this like friendly neighborhood cop into like yeah. shooting into a crowd and the yeah. bartender who all of a sudden is a cleat jerk right. just because George never existed. Mm-hmm. So why did what did his personality change? Like
0: the it, I think obviously the purpose of it is to um try Try to have the audience like realize that our decision to try to be kind or our decision to try to make a difference can make a bigger impact than you could ever imagine. And that's true. And that's true. Um, But, you know, if you don't do it, somebody else might Might. do it. Yeah. And it's not all on you. Like, what a crazy.
1: And your value isn't tied up in it.
0: I mean, it would be a really depressing movie if it was like, okay, you don't exist anymore. And then it's like the world's the same, same.
1: (laughs) which is pretty much probably how it would be. Yeah. But there's actually a really beautiful point there, too. Yeah. Which is there's a freedom there to understand everything doesn't depend on you.
0: And the point was kind of made with his wife. Like she you guys made the point in the in the script, you know, like. She's looks like she's fine. Like, God forbid she doesn't have a child. Like, oh, her, right. her purpose as a woman is not fulfilled. <laughs> she's wearing glasses and looking very demure. Right. Uh, is that the right word? No. Uh, she's not wearing makeup and her hair is obviously in a ponytail. God, no. <laughs> no children, she's reading books. Something has just gone terribly wrong. Just the way they say wrong. old
1: maid in that movie. Yeah, I just maid. made my skin crawl. Yeah. Was like...
0: There was a lot of that stuff for me. It was I was cringing yeah, pretty hard. The 40s. I mean, like, there was a couple. A lot of the
1: nanny stuff.
0: Well, that so I didn't get to see that because that really wasn't pulled into the quick sense video. But, like, when he. Tell me if I'm getting this wrong. When he is expressing his love of this woman and that he wants to marry her, he's shaking her as if, like, trying to kill her
1: oh okay so you're talking you're talking about the phone scene where he's coming to terms with that this that he actually does love her and, and it's he's going shaking to, her yeah, yeah like, he's upset he's angry he's angry that he loves her he's he's like and because he wants her. to go travel
0: and 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 that this is normalized then like a woman watching this is like oh he's showing emotion <laughs> oh and a woman now is like get your freaking hands off my body don't touch me i'm calling the police it like, is
1: one of those reasons i do love watching these with you know kind of a modern eye is just to have those conversations it's not even one of those things like, where it means like, yeah, like tell... i'm not trying to cancel it's a wonderful life no but...
0: but but you are trying to tell your children this is not normal behavior right. when you like a girl please don't grab her by the shoulders and shake her right like you're trying to wake her yeah. up out of a trance or something yeah yeah There was a couple of those moments like even when he chases her down the old maid uh-huh. and he just grabs her in the street and spins her around and shakes her, well in like, that in in that moment,
1: he's lost his mind, right? Like well,
0: he lost his mind when he had it then. <laughs> I mean, stop grabbing girls. Anyway, that's that's always a good... No, uh,
1: no, no. It's no. a very upsetting no, thing for me. No, there are several moments like that in this. Yeah. Um, you oh, know. it
0: happens in movies all the time. When I, I had to actually talk to my husband about this, because like, if I'm walking away or something and he like still wants my attention, he used to just reach out and grab my arm, and I had to be like, don't grab me. I can turn around and look at you on my own. Right. Just talk to me. Like right. it's, it's so ingrained to just reach out and grab somebody. And <laughs> And I think also because I'm like five five, also in my past, people will just pick me up and move. They mm. won't say like, hey, can I get around you? I've literally been picked up by strange people and moved. It, it is it's something so inferior. It
1: is something I can never understand. You know what I mean? Like I could never understand what it's like to feel moved around in that way you know what i mean yeah it's like, so it's, weird
0: it's infuriating yeah. and you just kind of have to kind of go okay am i gonna, like attack them for this am i gonna just pretend like it didn't happen or yeah it's frustrating yeah but you know now now it's different like then I'm, I'm not quite as triggered about it but like anyways watching those scenes in this one instantly i was like i hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Chris on to say it was a joy to sin. Uh, there is a reason why the movie endures. It's always great to watch the ending with the people giving their money to the Bailey's always chokes me up with that great line to George Bailey, the richest man in
1: town. Oh, it's, I cry every time. I've watched was it Was that 20... you that wrote that or was no, that no, no, him? No, it was both of us. <gasps> we bo- we so both we cool. both wrote Sins off at the end. I've I watched it 20 years in a row. I always tear up. There's there's something about the idea of community coming together yeah. to help someone in need that I, it just, it nails it. Like, every mm-hmm. everybody in that room is there to love him yeah. and to tell him he's love. And he, I'm kind of tearing up talk at like just talking about it. Like, yeah. there's something really Really beautiful about community, you know, coming yeah, together. Yeah, those and, people
0: didn't do it on their own. They had to have Mary go and at Mary is that her name? Yeah. Uh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Yay. No, there in? was
1: there was a scene I think that got cut where I talk about how on the nose uh, it is that she's called Mary in a Christmas movie. Oh, and, that's funny because there's a line that's like you know Mary's Mary. having a baby or Mary. something. Anyways, yeah. Uh,
0: because if she, she'd not done that, you guys, she's the hero you, of you guys, the movie. Yeah, and I liked that, that was in there too because you think about it, it's like oh, it's true. So you know, a community will rally, but it does. take Someone to kind of take the helm and decide that attention needs to be put over here. Can somebody help? Um, so
1: yeah, and then like the guys that are there to arrest him and the bank examiner. Who that, let
0: them inside?
1: Well, but then they give money, <laughs> yeah. and then they're singing along too. Yeah, and it's just—it's so beautiful. I I do think there were a couple of things we chose not to sin that uh, kind of happened in that moment because I, I don't know that they're actually sins. We may have been able to find a take on them, but the idea that uh, he. Uh, his friend Sam Wainwright is uh, says you know up to twenty five grand whatever you need my office yeah. is you know going to give you like are all the other people then like um ca- can, can I have I, my hey, hundred hey, back like <laughs> yeah right
0: Oh, it's covered <laughs> got
1: plenty now and here's one that somebody I think mentioned in the comments that I wanted to address somebody said the that we didn't address the fact that this doesn't take him off the hook his business is still you know eight thousand uh, dollars you know is missing mm-hmm. and actually I researched that it actually doesn't matter where that money comes from if you make the the dollars right you're fine like he he can use that money they gave him to make the business numbers add up uh that's totally fine i so i i did some research on that and so Interesting. yeah so it doesn't it doesn't necessarily matter uh, you know where the money is found as yeah, long as why the money are you is researching
0: that Aaron? <laughs> what nefarious thing are you planning uh a couple of sins i really enjoyed we talked about quite a few things uh-huh. already i love the prohibition thing i yeah. always forget prohibition was a thing it was a thing for and for like a decade i know can you? it's a crazy to me t- so i loved i and i do like pieces like this that mm-hmm. remind you like this was in the 40s and so it's just mm-hmm. a different time well
1: in the movie that part of the movie takes place before the 40s you know it takes right. place in the 30s so. right 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 mm-hmm.
0: so that was kind of cool um and then i really like the my woke meter is broke Regarding I, her in the bush.
1: I, yeah, I wanted to talk about this. I wrote that in, and I am I genuinely started it by doing more of a kind of, you know, a doesn't age well kind of thing, which we do at other parts of the thing. And then I thought... I honestly don't know in this kid Like, is it okay to kind of joke around like that with somebody you're a friend with? Now he he just kind of met her, and there was their first date that night. Yeah, I don't. I, I want your opinion on this. I think
0: it was silly and fun. Right. I didn't get like the whole like.
1: But then there's part of me that's like, that's kind of sexual harassment. She's naked in a bush, and she's she's not kidding when she's saying, "Give me my clothes back."
0: Right. 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 She's not but, kidding. But she he did give her the clothes back, right?
1: No, not until they came and said his dad had died, and he just kind of threw him to her. Oh. Like no, he said this is a very interesting situation
0: <laughs> nice and her little hand and is we laugh out of at the that bush. line
1: every time we watch the movie because it's such great delivery but there is a part of me that's like it, it's funny what you're doing but at the same time she seems to be serious about i don't want to be naked in this bush please give me my clothes I mean, back who
0: does <laughs> bushes are pokey <laughs> well
1: that's that's only really the first you know week or so after you shave but wow
0: <laughs> i don't think we should answer any more of these bush questions let's just move on shall we
1: so what was your call you think it's silly joking around and it's okay
0: I do not speak for all things of course of course of course of course um, but
1: my welcome meter is broken I need some help my welcome
0: meter <laughs> might be broken too I'm just saying like for the brief moment that I saw because I haven't seen the movie in context right, right, it right. might bother me if I watch the full scene but I think like two people who are kind of like flirtatiously like dating and kind of falling in love and then there's this kind of funny moment you know where he's, yeah he's kind of holding her clothing kidnapped and then right gives it back to her that right
1: that... and we don't know how how it would have resolved right. if there hadn't been that emergency but i it's so hilarious because it, it it i think it's the funniest part of the movie because she says something like you know um you know i'll tell your mom and he's like well my mom's like two blocks that way so you know that kind of thing and he's like i'll call the police and he's like yeah they'd be on my side <laughs> you know that kind of stuff so i don't know it's it's hilarious but it's interesting i
0: would be frustrated yeah if that was me but at the same time if it all resolves itself and and like there's still respect i think there's a there's a joke there's a line right
1: like teasing and versus I don't know abuse. what that is. like yeah I don't know what it yeah, is yeah I don't know I don't either I think it's great to talk about, though. I was, for whatever reason, very proud of Make It Rain Man, um, which just hit me in the moment because he's trying to count this money just by rifling through it. That
0: was such a good one, too, because Rain Man can like count toothpicks right, instantly right, or just whatever.
1: Right, as soon as they fall on the floor. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I, I enjoyed writing that. And uh, we already talked about The Old Maid. Uh, that line just made my skin crawl. Um, so, yeah.
0: And rightly so.
1: Oh, and the other thing we haven't mentioned, I think, is a huge, you know, just kind of when you really think about a flaw of the movie is George's stubbornness in still thinking that people should know who he is. Like, you know, I think in this video oh, yeah. we talk about how yeah, the, sign, yeah, yeah. the sign now says a completely different town name. Yeah. Why do you not believe what's going on? Like, what is going on that you think every single person that you experience is going to know who you are? For the plot. For the plot. Yeah, exactly.
0: For the plot. Yeah, if this movie was to be redone, that would be interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I wonder what, man, they'd have to change a lot.
0: Hey, podcast peeps. It's me again Um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. those are my notes. Mm-hmm. Those are my mm-hmm. Uh okay. every time I talk Wow uh, Is this how Aaron feels when we're mm-hmm. Okay We're gonna try this okay. Uh I just wanted to tell you about the survey again, which is at cinemasense.com slash bts. So go fill it out.
1: Uh, You ready to move on to keeping tabs? Yep. Let's do it. The internet is a communications tool. used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. Ha ha. Oh jeez. This is the most public
2: yet of my many humiliations.
1: Uh, Let's take a look at a story from putting together the week's content. Uh, It could be a Google search, some strange research, maybe a deleted sin. Uh, I'll go first. Um, this is from Rick and Morty, and this was in uh, the comment section quite a bit. So, but I'll deal with it here because I actually, you know, kind of want to talk about this in terms of, you know, like researching the episode. Uh, but the sin was uh, this time travel box hasn't paid off, and I'm calling it. It's been long enough. I want some time travel shenanigans. This container has been teasing me since episode one, and my flux is at full capacitor.
0: Ooh, um, such a good line. <laughs>
1: it's too
0: bad that the Rick and Morty show just came out with their travel video. So
1: what crazy timing.
0: Yeah. That
1: episode literally released the day before this dropped.
0: And we did the script weeks before. Sure, of
1: course. And so it's kind of one of those things where, yes, we knew. Like I watch Rick and Rick and Morty as soon as it airs. I just saw the time travel episode, realized I had written this sin oh, too late, and I, I just choose to believe that I put it God. out there in the universe, and the universe yeah, delivered. It but it's so funny to read the comments where they're like, "Are you not paying attention to the yeah, season?"
0: Didn't you know? <laughs> it's like I re that, I did the that, research. That like, sin shouldn't count.
1: I I rem- I have always thought this about Rick and Morty is like I'd be it'd be hilarious to see what they do with time travel. And yes, I know the time travel on the shelf is a metaphor you know for that they're shelving time travel like I get that uh, but it, it's one of those things where I'm just like huh interesting timing mm, so
0: you were a genius but I did I,
1: it. I, I I did the research I was like Nobody I'm gonna go back you. and make sure that there haven't been any actual time travel episodes in sure. the show even though I've watched them all and I don't remember them
0: but it's not like you could know the future
1: no which, which is, is interesting ah, considering interesting. it's time travel so. Oh.
0: Um, I didn't write on anything this week, but during the show, I uh, definitely did some keeping tabs for who the 13th Doctor was and (laughs) what Sausage Party was. So that's my research for the week. Uh,
1: Yeah, you weren't on any of the scripts this week.
0: No, nope, nope. But.
1: What, um, about, what about an uh, interesting or fun story from just like the process of being on the Sins team over the holidays?
0: Keeping tabs in my real life? Yeah. yeah. Well, or, or, or the just How even How quickly involves... can you get me a backup Christmas present, Amazon? <laughs> that was research. <laughs> oh, oh, for CinemaSins. Sure, yeah. <laughs> just kind of
1: a peek behind the, the curtain on, you know, something else since you didn't necessarily write on anything um, this week.
0: So the things I kind of really focused on during uh, last week, which again was a little weird because we all kind of took some time off, which can we just say huge props to everybody on the CinemaSense TV. Yeah. The writing, the the editing, all the different communication that had to happen, so that we take time off and be with our family, like it was a big push as content creators. You know, we it's a lot of work. You guys, yeah, I you remember, guys don't take off. I, you I know.
1: I remember uh, when I started in radio, I had my first manager told me that it's one of those things when you deliver twenty four hour content or yeah. you know uh, consistent content. Uh, you know, it's it's a little different. You have to plan a little differently to yeah. take those days off, and so it was impressive to watch everybody say, "Hey." have a Merry Christmas yeah. and get everything done ahead of time and yeah, yeah it was it was awesome. The
0: stuff that I kind of really focused on was trying to make sure like the communication was done because that's one of the things I do behind the scenes that I haven't really talked about a lot but I do a lot of like admin work and project management mm-hmm. I guess it's probably the easiest way to describe it so like for example leading up to Christmas it was gathering like everything that's happening everything that's due everything that's posting uh, all the projects who's off who's where da 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 and then like getting it condensed down into one email emails so that everyone knew what was happening not only last week but like the next week Mm because when you take time off and you come back your brain's kind of scrambled and so
1: (laughs) yeah for sure
0: like what day is it oh
1: my goodness Wednesday Christmas is just (laughs) it's it's mind-altering yeah I spent all day Thursday thinking it was Saturday yeah
0: oh my goodness same same
1: yeah it it was crazy and we
0: went out of town before Christmas so it was like we were out of town then we're back for one day then we're off like we're on one off two like it was just it's been bonkers but um, I really spent a lot of my time, you know, making sure social media was good. Uh, I know that we are very much about like mental health and being able to talk about like the highs and lows of life really boldly, which is one of the reasons I love being on the team because I do that. I, just, mm-hmm. As you guys are experiencing, I just talk out of my ass about my life <laughs> uh, and it's just where I'm at. So like I was monitoring Twitter and sending messages and just trying to stay connected. So that's probably the behind the scenes stuff it's, that
1: I did. It, it was it was it was really really uh, it's really impressive to watch everybody you know yeah uh, do their job uh, over holidays and times when everybody's taking it off because yeah. we'll have times when somebody you know goes mm-hmm. on vacation or, or whatever but when it's everybody like you know doing the holiday thing uh, it's different it reminds me of I'm going to do something really strange I'm going to compare being a uh, a writer for Sins to being a pastor of a church
0: okay <laughs> well I'm going to check out for a couple minutes and listen to my voicemail
1: no I just remember my dad talking about because my dad's a pastor of a church I remember my my dad talking about the this thing that the people who have never understood the work that goes into what it means to pastor a church think that he's got an hour a week job you know he goes to to preach for an hour that's all he has to do every week is stand up and preach for an hour and sometimes it can kind of feel that way with a YouTube video it's right it's like well you just put a 19 minute YouTube video out twice a week we mm-hmm. work what 40 minutes a week you know
0: wham wham. <laughs> like... and then we do the math and it's like no that was like 40 hours right Like, it's, that it's... was an entire week's effort
1: It's so yeah to, to be on the inside and seeing how many moving cogs there are how many people mm-hmm. are you know making it happen is, and then, is really and, impressive and
0: part of what I, I hope to do is try to bring some efficiency to it. So it's like if we have a centralized calendar, then maybe that helps. Or or if everybody knows where the script is, you know, in our storage system, mm-hmm. maybe that helps. And so I'm kind yeah. of trying to be that person to try to maybe shave off an hour of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, there you go. That's a that's interesting.
1: That's a little bit more kind hey. of behind the scenes outside of the writing process. So know. fun stuff. You ready to move on to the comment section? Let's it. I won't know
2: what's your I appreciate your honesty. You're a real straight shooter.
1: You are the ones who are the ball
0: lickers.
1: We're each going to pick a comment or two to respond to from the week's videos. Uh, We'll also do a general feedback question here as well. Uh, Danae, you go first this time. What'd Um. you find in the comment section?
0: Well, I've already talked quite a bit about the comments mm-hmm. during it. So I'm going to Twitter to uh, Ian, who sent us a message after we launched our new Twitter handle, which again is at CinemaSins BTS. if you want to follow there. Uh said, I love the whole CinemaSins crew. You are super respectful, entertaining, and the way that you promote mental health is fantastic. My day would be emptier without you guys. Aww. And I just wanted to say thank you for that. We uh, see comments like this. Um, there was actually one, I think, that happened. So today's Monday. We record this podcast. I think I just saw this morning that somebody messaged something very similar to Video Sins, which is the account that Barrett manages. Uh, Same kind of thing. Like that channel started in a really hard time for them, and we really appreciate that feedback because I think uh, sometimes it can be a little bit surprising, right? That we're making sort of snarky, you know, snarky videos, but it's it's entertaining and it's uplifting. And um, I I think that we forget how important entertainment is, and it's something uh, we forget how. How, uh, positive it can be to just, you know, laugh, laugh, laugh about a cloaca. Like, it, it's just, <laughs> it's important to kind of pull out of the Those, those the
1: cloaca m- laughs are so <laughs> important. <laughs> so important, you guys.
0: <laughs> so, Ian, we see you. Thank you for your comment. We really appreciate it. Yeah,
1: I think they were talking about the Sincast. Yeah. Uh, the podcast does uh, celebrate its four-year anniversary. Uh, yeah. And so I think that in that celebration, people were talking about how much it's meant to have yeah. that weekly content just, you know, go into and, and it's been fun to watch it expand, you know, to this podcast, new CinemaSins channels and Mm -hmm. a lot of that's thanks to our members uh, who are able to do that for us. So Members
0: on Patreon and a shout out to like the Discord channels where we've been having very passionate Skywalker conversations (laughs) Um, and then it just shifts into where someone messages like, hey, I'm having a really rough day today. Today's going to be rough if you guys can send me some love and then there's just like an outpouring of appreciation. So the community is really cool and if you want to get involved more in the community uh, and you want to do it on Discord and you you can always just send a direct message to any of the uh, Twitter hand, uh, channels, and we'll, we'll get it to yeah,
1: you. Yeah, and if you're following our Reddit, I think there's a link there as well. Too. Oh, yeah, so, okay. Yeah, you can hang out with us on Discord. Uh, my comment, I have a couple that I'll mention. Uh, Davis uh, wanted to uh, let me know. It says, Aaron, Hera is a Twi'lek, Asaka is a Torguda. and the horns are called Montrals.
0: Oh, from Star Wars. From
1: Star Wars last week. So, <gasps> you know what? What?
0: I also want to have. Uh huh. This is for Jonathan. Jonathan, this is for you. You're he... pulling out the puppet? He. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what voice I was using earlier. Yeah, it's
1: a relief to have that puppet outside of me.
0: Hello. <laughs> it was very, very scary. <laughs> um, No, Jonathan went to look up um the the voice of Shrimply Pibbles.
1: Oh yeah yeah yeah.
0: Who was not the voice of Shrimply Pibbles. Right. But he, what's what's that guy's name? Werner, Werner, Werner Herzog. Werner Herzog. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he it came back up in conversation. On Werner Herzog's IMDb, he is listed as the voice of Shrimply Pibbles.
1: Well, let's just say that maybe maybe we were right.
0: Maybe we were right and we Maybe we weren't. Follow. But who we knows? We don't know, but I had to bring <laughs> that back up while I this is for Jonathan cuz if he was here he would be talking about it today. That's
1: right. That's right. Uh, all I know is the world of Star Wars is there are so many things I don't know. And I would never know those names. But what I do know is apparently having montrals is one of my kinks. Because uh, those those things, for whatever reason, hey, I find super sexy. There's
0: no kink shaming
1: in that. <laughs> uh, but this is the comment we'll focus on. This is from Nasty Bedazzler. <laughs> uh, he just says, or he or she, says, uh, LOL, the college girlfriend jokes never get get old when they very much should get old and yet I laugh at them every single time anyway and then Larry follows up with a comment that along with band names Uh, and I think that's kind of one of the special things about recurring jokes is they just they don't get old they're just they always I just I and I know this from my own experience with running gags in pop culture where it's like you've done that a million times and I laugh every time you know whether it's Archer you know with running gags about uh, you know that's how you get ants or running gags about, um, you know, phrasing. Uh, but it's kind of one of those things where it just, it doesn't get old. So,
0: um, Do I get to do another one? Sure. Uh, this is from Paul on Twitter. I tweeted this morning letting know we're recording today. Paul says, It's a Wonderful Life is secretly a horror movie and the Muppets uh, are still awesome Mariah is a force of nature I just thought that was uh, that was very very scary <laughs> the it's a wonderful life as a secretly a horror movie is a really interesting concept it needs one of
1: those like trailer remakes yes where it's remade as a horror movie so scary yeah
0: so appropriate
1: uh, let's move on to the question this comes to us from Austin uh, at Green Arrow 07 on Twitter hey guys I love the podcast and I'm glad that the recording process is working definitely miss Jonathan on there <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
0: Hey, what a weird week for us to be answering your question. I wasn't even going to read that first paragraph. You have to today. But I just, the
1: irony of it you know. Sometimes
0: it happens where (laughs) we just only have two and we can't get a backup quick enough.
1: Uh, I always love listening while driving my 30 minutes to and from work.
0: I have a 30 minute commute too.
1: Nice.
0: We're friends.
1: (laughs) So my question is one I actually thought about at work. I get bored fairly easily and began wondering this myself. If you could pick a movie character to become the host of their own reality show i love this question uh who would it be and why also can work for TV characters as well. Uh, my example is Jules from Pulp Fiction doing a food review show in the vein of diners, drive-ins, and dives. Don't know why this came to me, but in Pulp Fiction he seemed to love talking about food. Could see him being a foodie or Yelp reviewer in modern times now that he's <laughs> retired. Uh, Danae, what did you come up with? I have, just have a couple, but did you come up with any for this?
0: Okay, so this is going to be a little lame and it might be like, a, I don't know, it's kind of silly. But I'm going to go Little Mermaid uh, and I'm going to go... The kind of show where she, like, travels to different places. So Ariel's the host? Ariel's the host? Ariel with
1: legs or without legs? With with Shell legs. bra or no shell bra? With shell bra. I mean, like, Not a that shirt. That's matter.
0: <laughs> Not that that matters. Not that that matters. I don't mean wow.
1: with the shell bra off.
0: She's, like, 12. I'm okay. sorry. I, I'm may, I may be I'm
1: revealing <laughs> it's fine. thoughts uh, I had growing up.
0: The idea is that, you know, like, uh, those antiquing shows where they kind of go in and show, like, uh, the value and worth of this? Yes. But it's yeah, through yeah. Ariel's eyes because she doesn't know what anything is oh, anyway. Oh,
1: that is great. Yeah.
0: So it's that kinda like a, it's like education about history, but also like the understanding and, and of value.
1: She is the the person giving the value, right? Sure. So she's like, So I like your thingamajig here. Right. This is, you know, and, and scuttle, this thingamajig and scuttle has scuttle would
0: be her like sidekick. <laughs> You know like helping her Maybe like a co-host or something Because he's the one that knows everything
1: I think you're going to be happy to know That the thingamajig you brought with you Is worth five whatchamacallits uh, Now I feel so like we're I in a will, Rick and Morty episode I will buy it
0: <laughs> <laughs> when the-, the interdimensional cable yeah, the interdimensional That is basically <laughs>
1: this question Is create your own interdimensional cable show
0: yeah, it, She's involved somehow with the antiquing Whether she goes oh, and finds perfect. things yeah. And then she brings them in, and learns Whether they're valuable or not Or she's uh-huh. giving the value I could see it kind of going either, either way Maybe there's like specialty back and forth. I think it's funnier
1: to have her be the expert. Right. You know, and everybody's just looking at her like you don't know a thing you're talking about.
0: Well, you know, like all those collections of buttons that are everywhere would suddenly have like the most value. Right. Yeah, exactly. And nobody cares about that cobalt glass anymore at all. No,
1: not at all. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, My first thought was uh, Jigsaw from the Saw movies hosting Survivor. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) Did you?
0: You okay? You all right? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Uh, but my serious answer is I want to see the emotions from inside out. Hosting a relaunch of the panel show What's My Line. Uh, this was a panel show way back I in the that day. Show. It's so fun. Uh, and it's basically they're trying to guess what somebody's job is just by looking at them, by asking them yes or no questions. There are certain rules to it, that kind of thing. I just think it would be so fun for the different individual emotions in Inside Out for their personalities to come through in what that person's job was, what they thought it was, uh, you know, their reaction to things. Um, I think I think the emotions from Inside Out would do a great panel show
0: quick question about inside out yeah but it goes over into somebody else's head and they're all like anger but different colors yeah so are we getting the variety on your show? Is it?
1: Oh, yeah. I'm just talking about the ones we know from. Oh, her okay, head. okay, okay. Yeah, okay. from Riley's head. I'm just R- talking about Riley's, Riley's
0: head emotions. emotions yes, yes.
1: I'm sorry. I should have stated that more clearly. Ry- Riley's emotions, emotions that we okay. know from Inside Out. Gotcha. Everybody's head is different. Um, so Inside Out is my go-to expanded universe. Question. I noticed like, that. I just I want to know so much more about that. I'm so excited for Pixar's movie Soul that's coming out this next year because it's by the same guy, Pete Doctor, uh, directed it. Same guy that. Did inside out and it kind of has inside out vibes like it's kind of like you know your soul is a character and it's got a music element to it and okay so yeah all right yeah i'm i man i'm excited
0: oh i can tell your (laughs) eyes are glowing great question that was fun. Uh, we appreciate that. You can send your questions to us, bts at cinemasins.com or behind the sins at cinemasins.com, or you can do our Gmail account, whatever you want.
1: Behind the sins pod at gmail.com. They all work. They do.
0: But we got new emails. Yeah. Aaron at
1: cinemasins.com works. Denae. Danae at cinemasins.com works.
0: I think Queen of Tots <laughs> is one. Talk Queen is another.
1: Dicer at cinemasins.com.
0: Uh, let me go add that one. <laughs> let me go add that one real quick.
1: All right, let's move on to Beyond the Sins. To infinity and
0: beyond! Somewhere beyond my wild history.
1: To boldly go where no man has gone before. Let's chat about something else from the world of pop culture that we've interacted with recently. Uh, I
0: want to talk about something today that is not a game. What? I'll. What? I'm going to give you a gaming update in the outtakes calm down <laughs> my beloved gaming friends Um, I guested on a podcast it's a really small little podcast so it's like not like a huge big deal one of the requests that you guys have is for us to guest on more shows this particular podcast was one that I already kind of had on my schedule to do I met uh the host of the show um through like a and d kind of forum she has another podcast that she does where she interviews D&D characters I found that to be very fascinating sure um Um, And we got to talking and I didn't really feel like I was going to jump in on that train because she has another podcast called An Incomplete Guide to World Domination, which, of course, I was really excited about. Um, And essentially, it's just her interviewing people that are kind of, you know, out there doing their thing just to learn more about like how they got their start or what they're doing. And I just want to let you guys know that I was a guest on this one. So if you want to hear more about like me and what I've and more from like a it's just different perspective. It's not uh, all about cinema cinema. It's like how I got to be where I am today and those kinds of things. I really had a good time. I had a great conversation with Brianna. So uh, if you want to check it out, it's called An Incomplete Guide to World Domination.
1: Oh, it's incomplete?
0: Because I I think she's going to be interviewing people forever.
1: I want a complete guide to world domination.
0: I did tweet it out. So if you need a quick link, you can find it. Anyway, I, that's what I thought I would let you know, a little self-plug for today.
1: Very nice. Uh, I finished off uh, Mr. Robot. The TV show um, has been on four seasons, and they announced this was the final season, and so they kind of finished off that storyline. Uh, you, it, it, Mr. Robot is an interesting... It just
0: f- finished? Yeah,
1: season Gosh. four. They had a lot of... Ga- I mean, a lot of shows these days take take their time between seasons, which I think is great.
0: That just seems like a lot. I don't know, I because I... I guess I'm used to the Netflix dump, right? I'm used to just everything is produced. Where you watch Netflix while you're pooping.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I
0: love that. That's so satisfying.
1: Um the
0: except for thinking about poop getting on your screen. That's not <laughs>
1: how good. are you watching Netflix <laughs> that you would have fecal transfer to your cell phone, Danae? Do you
0: know nothing about fecal transfer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I, I do. I know that it's all around us. I just mean you yeah, know Yeah, like when you flush. The, it just flies be...
0: out everywhere. <laughs>
1: that's true. Fair fair point. That's why you that's why you should close the lid before you flush. Oh, okay. um, that that will help okay. and that has been pooping tips uh with uh, behind the sins
0: all right our newest segment <laughs> look how far we fall without jonathan uh
1: anyhow mr robot uh finishes up uh it's fourth season just about a week or two ago and i really loved this show when it came out uh sam s mill is a i think a brilliant storyteller like he's got a mind for um really interesting twists and turns and how to you know bring people along in a story uh i kind of fade away during season three and when i say faded away i kept watching but i just mean it just didn't find it as interesting it you felt, were
0: multitasking while watching it was a
1: little you were wandering watching
0: and doing something else
1: well i had that instinct which i've never had with mr mr ro i must said mr rogers
0: mr rogers robot
1: mr Rajbot um i've had that instinct with mr robot or i haven't had that instinct before season three to be like i kind of do want to be on my phone like i'm not zoned into this
0: <sighs> let's merge some dragons
1: um, but you know what happened in season four? It came back for me. I was really impressed with the way they wrapped this up, especially the two hour finale. Mm. I thought was, it, it kind of felt like well, that's satisfying. It was very satisfying. And that's not been common with TV shows yeah. ending recently. Mm. So, uh, so congratulations, Mr. Robot. I really think you brought it all around in a satisfying way and made a very compelling final, especially final two hours of the show. Nice. It did kind of feel like, uh, It kind of feel like there were two or three more seasons of information that they put into that final two hours. Like you could see some of the reveals and stuff that was happening. Like they could have spent a whole 10 episodes on. Right. Um, which I actually really enjoyed that it was all just, it was like a movie where, you know, the story was changing and coming at you fast, but it all worked. And I don't know. I, I, I really thought it was good. I really enjoyed well, it. It was good. Because
0: so, I thought Mr. Robot season one was really fascinating.
1: It was. But
0: I didn't watch anything after season one because I have the thing where I don't want to keep going if it's good because it's like, and let's just end on a high note which is why I'm only having one child. She's great. Let's just end on a high note.
1: <laughs> and we've had a great episode, so this is the end of BTS. Uh, so, <laughs> yes,
0: that's it. It's exactly and right. And Jonathan's
1: somewhere going.
0: What? Wait, wait what? How are you can do that. <laughs> so when I tweeted that I was launching my own podcast, I started getting messages like, "Does this mean you're leaving BTS?" <laughs> yes, that's right.
1: uh No, it just means we're crazy and we do three or four podcasts a week. Ugh. That's that's all it means. Hey, we are insane. Weekly
0: podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I you just did. said a podcast.
1: You didn't say that.
0: Uh, that's good. I'm glad.
1: Yeah. No. I I really enjoyed it
0: because it was such a fascinating idea too
1: yeah so. and I think they kind of had to end it because he's won Oscars and stuff now like yeah. he's, he's you can't big, pay
0: the man he's enough he's a now. big deal
1: that's right Rami Malek so that's going to wrap it up for Behind the Scenes this week don't forget to make sure you are subscribed and go ahead and leave a comment or rating as well you can hang out with us on Twitter I'm at Erin Dicer she is at Danae Says
0: D-E-N-E-E-S-A-Y-S
1: and we have very much missed the amazing at Sam Loomis 13 so for Jonathan Watkins Danae Hughes and myself we'll catch you next week
0: Thanks for listening. Send any feedback to Behind the Sins Pod at gmail.com and be sure to subscribe or message us at Twitter and be sure to visit Cinemasins.com. I need to remember that the way that it sounds is not the way it's going to sound because it sounds horrible. It sounds horrible. Horrible. Yeah. Like put your my put your, 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 your buddies, put your, your, put my buddies on, put your muffs over your face. (laughs) This does not sound good. Does it? No.
1: It sounds good to me.
0: Oh God.
1: Somewhere beyond the sins, somewhere waiting with wheat thins,
0: and some cheese. Can I talk about the same game two tweaks in a row? No. No, you can't. <laughs> but something cool happened. Remember how I talked about that We can I...
1: talk about what cool happened, but not okay. don't use it for Beyond the Sins. Okay. What cool happened.
0: Well, you remember how I was talking about Brawl Stars and I said that I made mm-hmm. a little clan and if anyone wanted to come and yeah. join? I have people joining me. <laughs> oh nice. I have I have a merry band of seven.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Very cool.
0: Yeah. I'm very excited about it. I don't know if they're going to continue to play or not. You know, like they're new people. There's Poole and Chris and Scabbed Wings and AJ Crash and Scruff McGruff and Groot oh, and myself. Nice. And the seven of us are tackling all of the adventures of this game.
1: Well, that's fun.
0: I know. I hope they like it.
1: Because if they don't, they'll blame you forever. I made the mistake of starting a game called Merge Dragons. <gasps>
0: Did you really? Yeah. Okay, I, I've played the that. The ad's
1: all over the place. I've, I've
0: played that so many times.
1: You oh. have played it?
0: Yes. I yeah. I played it. I got pretty far in the game, and then I was like, okay, I need to take a break. I deleted it, and there's no saved account. You have to start uh-huh. all over
1: again. Yeah. Bull so yeah. bullcrap. I don't, I don't, I, this, this was a bad idea for me. Yeah. All pretty much every mobile game is a bad idea. For I have a sickness. Yeah. I, I have to be the best. Yeah. And to do that, I have to be on it all the time. Right. And that's, that's just not okay. I've got stuff to do.
0: <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> I've got do. a
1: family to stay connected to and all sorts of fun responsibilities. So.
0: And a job too. And they don't,
1: they don't include seeing what the next level of thorny bush is. <laughs>
0: it's like what happens if you merge the bushes right there's there's two more levels
1: and then there's a wonder
0: what happens if you merge all those what if you save all the coins and you don't actually touch them you merge all the coins
1: together yeah it keeps on going you get to this you get to the ring and and then there's one above the ring that i haven't got to yet we'll just merge them all together and it's worth like twenty five thousand.
0: yeah i could click on it but then i won't have it right i know yeah yeah
1: you want to see my merge dragons uh yes. Home base. Yes.
0: How wait? How long have you been playing?
1: Um, less than a month.
0: Okay. I think. Okay.
1: So, but I slay the events. Like when they do a two-day event. Oh no! Like I kill yeah, it. You're in trouble. Um, this is bad. <laughs> so this
0: this is my this is you my, rarely show me. It was so this excitement. is my
1: this is my home base.
0: Wow. Up
1: here are all my mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> these these two big ones are like two away from a wonder. Okay. Which is like there's a nothing above deal. that. Yeah. I have one wonder. This is the wonder for these bushes. Oh. Uh, uh, so I've wow. I've now it's now nice because I've got the wonder for the bushes. So I just leave two bushes out there and anything that makes bushes I just sell. Yeah. Because I've a, already done it.
0: Well, and you know who doesn't love a wonder bush?
1: Here are is my flower section and my oh, wow. my tree section. Yeah,
0: I see that. Uh, these my garden. life
1: my life giving section here these uh-huh. flowers. Wow. So and then down here are my eggs. The cat sat on the for more dragons uh-huh. here's my coin collection oh, i'm working on like so and then i've got my spooky trees over here yes uh-huh and then my regular trees up here that's right and i've got some separate. gift fountains and some special things i got from vents up here wow. then i've got my golden trees over here and then then i've got my my rock collection over here which gives you more of the like the iron and like i kill it on the like these two are the biggest irons you can get you can't even go you can't go higher that. than that so there's and they're so worth like much 25 000 each. that's it that's so like I can buy all the iron stuff and I've got my dragon heads down here and then every once in a while I can just push them all and they spit out bones. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I can make a ton of flowers with those bones. Yeah. So yeah.
0: That's so cool. Or dumb. <laughs> I like how you said, do you want to see it? And then you never actually handed it to me because well, you're don't, so excited.
1: Just just don't touch. You know what I mean? Like, don't accidentally collect coins or oh iron or- Oh my God, or... you're right.
0: I could totally, right. totally like, mess this you up. Could,
1: you could like ruin uh, uh, like weeks of work.
0: But where are the f- where are the floaty things that just float out here in the ether?
1: That float out in the ether?
0: Yeah. Maybe they changed the game. Well, they've
1: got those little things you can make plants with. I don't even bother with those though.
0: Oh. <sighs> Here I found some. I'm going to click them. <laughs> click click. I clicked two things. I clicked three things.
1: Oh no. This this is probably good. This way I'll never want to go back again. Okay,
0: I have cl- <laughs> I've, I've clicked I've clicked it. I've clicked three. Have collected things. all your gold,
1: Aaron. I did.
0: I did good.
1: I, yeah. It reminds me of the last time I went frisbee golfing. Did I tell you this story? My son and I have been going disc golfing on the weekend. We have a couple nice courses around here, and it's, you know, they're usually at parks, right? And they're always, they're walking trails. And so you have to wait for people to walk by and not hit them with your, you know, Frisbees. Because these are yes. hard Frisbees, That's by the way. preferred. They're not, these aren't like, you know, your regular throwing Frisbee. And Which so, is
0: what, made of blubber?
1: <laughs> well, the regular ones are flexible and soft. These are hard, like these are hard plastic. I've
0: never played with a not hard Frisbee.
1: What? Okay. Well, then these are super hard. Think of the frisbee hard. You know, the like hubcap
0: hard. Yes,
1: like like metal. Like yes, like so, like they have to be able to hit trees and damage the tree, not the frisbee. Like you know, that's that's the kind of thing. So, you're so.
0: throwing weapons. Yeah,
1: basically. Okay. Anyhow,
0: which so, is part of the fun.
1: So I threw my drop. You know, uh, through my drive, threw a nice drive down, landed. You know, just to the the right of the cage. Mm-hmm. And can
0: we call it your damage drive? <laughs>
1: Why? What? Because it's a it's a weapon. Oh, okay, sure. Call it whatever you want. Yeah, call the it destroyer. It's technically a long distance driver. I think it's Let's called call a it... puma or something yeah, like that. Yeah, the puma. <laughs> so I threw my puma, uh, and it landed. You know, really great throw, right? Right between the the cage that I'm aiming for in the walkway. And so as we're walking to the cage, some nice older lady picked up my frisbee and threw it back to me. Because <laughs> she thought she was helping, because we were playing frisbee, and you know my frisbee wasn't near me. So thank you to that kind old woman for.
0: <laughs> Next time you're gonna aim for her face. <laughs> no. no, no, no.
1: Maybe a boob.
0: <laughs> <laughs> They're real low when you get older, so just that's right. Go for the hips. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> hey, I got a
1: question for you. Yo. Uh in the Discord chat. Have you ever checked out our Discord chat? Lots of good stuff going on there. Oh. Um you should check it out occasionally. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in our Discord chat, people were kind of going off on little uh pet peeves for Star Wars movie theaters oh yeah. because on the sincast, oh, yeah, yeah. uh mm-hmm. you know, Yeah, th-
0: we're going to talk about that, right? Are we? Uh, I'd like to. I would like to as well. Okay, okay.
1: Because I I I know I'm way in the minority, but I have a completely different view on this. like
0: okay and i i'm with you we're talking about clapping yes okay
1: clap as much as you want i'm like
0: a, i'm a clapper yeah i i have no problem look it's not this is I've, the... i actually had to turn the syncast cast off because i was feeling you felt real. so judged i was like, I was like <laughs> oh no
1: oh no <laughs> No, I think, I mean, I get the logic of what they're saying. Nobody can hear you clap, but, but it's they, a reaction. They can, feel it it's,
0: in the, they can feel it in the atmosphere. Okay,
1: I'm not going there. But what like I,
0: you're sending <laughs> invisible clap waves. But what I'm
1: saying is sometimes things inside need to come outside, you know. Like, like farting. Yes, exactly. It is. It's an exuberant fart. That's right. It's a happiness toot. <laughs> it is. It's a hand toot. <laughs>
0: That's when you do this, like.
1: Yeah, yeah. When, yeah, I never could do that.
0: Yeah. My little hand toot sounded so cute. It was like uh-huh. toot toot
1: toot <laughs> toot No, my thing is this. I think the the pendulum has swung way too far the other way for to people who are just having a good time watching a movie. I'm like, having
0: a good time. Now like, now there are two there's there's a couple things we need to talk about though. Syncast sure. was talking about specifically one person who clapped the entire movie. Yes. I, I my my clap came at the very end I was like, Oh, it was so exciting. Right. But Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, no, I get it. No, there is a line, right? But I think to insinuate that people shouldn't be clapping at all or to insinuate that if somebody is eating, you know, uh, food too noisily or checks their phone inauspiciously or whatever, like it's at what point is it on us just to not let that distract us? I mean, if somebody answers their phone, okay, fine, that's on them. Or if somebody's having a loud conversation all the way during the movie, I get it. But when you go to a group setting to watch something, isn't that kind of par for the course? Like, shouldn't... Isn't some of that okay?
0: I went to a movie theater that serves food. Mm-hmm. And we got there during the previews. Or, or right. the... What's not the called previews. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And we sat down, and the waiter comes up. And you, you don't have to do that, like, awkward crawl to your table. Right. Pop-up thing. Yeah. But at the big... But when the movie's not playing, they don't have to do that. Right. He walks straight to our table, and just as loud... Like, louder... So, project, hey, have you guys been here before? <laughs> And I'm like, oh my god, you need to tone it down because someone's trying to pay attention to that pre that, to that preview, advertisement. To that, yes, <laughs> sure. People, I guess people like watching that stuff. Uh-huh. I was really uncomfortable with that, and then I get really uncomfortable when they come during the movie to deliver your food or you know ask if you need anything. I get uh, that. But are we but, that? But I put myself into that theater. I chose to go to right. That theater. Sure. So that's the kind of environment it is. Other than that, I think it's like a no talking zone. You, there's no phones. If you if there's an emergency that happens for your family, like let's say that, yeah, I yeah. understand that. And sure. there's no way to police that kind of behavior. I turn my watch onto theater mode. I make no, sure- No, that's great. That's
1: very you know, respectful. And I but what I'm saying is I think we've gone too far to judging other people. I'm glad you're respectful.
0: What are you I'm talking gl- about? Like people judge people all the time. It's been since the beginning of time. I know what I'm time. saying.
1: That's not who we need to- Like why are we distracted by that? Like no, if I, somebody- Listen, if somebody next to me checks to see what time it is on their phone, my response is not going to be, how dare they do that. That. I can't believe... We're in a theater. How dare you check it? My ex- response is going to be... Nothing. Zero. I'm going to keep watching the movie that I came to watch. But
0: you weren't, like, you weren't raised by the mother that I was raised <laughs> by. Where everyone else around you not doing what the rules are is your responsibility to play. I know. And be angry. I think that's unhealthy. <laughs> I think that's no, supremely I, unhealthy. I've let a lot of that stuff go. I really don't get too bothered by it. Yeah. Um, I, my, my clapping came at the very end. I am a clapper. Jeremy said something about like Americans being raised to like clap when they get excited. I, uh-huh. I am so that sure. person. I am, if you believe in reincarnation, I think I was some form of a Muppet character. <laughs> Uh, before, and, and, and that's just part of who I am. I actually performed uh, my music when I was in my, um, I think I was like 22. I, I had a concert that I did, and I was opening for this other band. Um, And I was in this room of probably a couple hundred people or so. Yeah. And um, I, this is so embarrassing to share. Now you have to. Well, I just, I was young and naive and I didn't, I didn't even realize I was clapping for myself, but I did. Aww,
1: <laughs> that's adorable.
0: It's Here's the thing. I was very uncomfortable because I couldn't see anyone. I didn't, and I couldn't really hear very well because they turned all of the lights down and it was just a spotlight directly onto me. I couldn't see anybody. And so when I finished a song, I, I had that uncomfortable, I was so young. I had that uncomfortable thing like, they don't know that it's over. So I was like, yay. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And then I realized what I was doing, and I made it like a fun. I made fun of myself, and it was this whole thing. I still get people still comment about that moment because I clapped for myself. But this is just like part of what I do. Right. I don't even realize of I'm all doing the things it. to get and upset then, about. And then I read this like this like meme thing one time, and it's like how you know that someone's from America is that they clap. And I was like, does nobody? Is this something that not everybody... Oh, my God. It is fairly
1: cultural. It it is.
0: No, it is. It super is. So, But he's not wrong. You clap to let people know that you're excited about something. You shouldn't clap for yourself on stage, number one, fail. And number two, but I don't agree with the whole movie thing. If I like something, I want to enjoy it, and and I'll clap for it. it, Of all the things to get upset about... I clapped at the end of Star Wars. But I didn't jump up and down and go, Oh, but I it, if like, you did woo, so good. be it that
1: like, was good I don't I, it does not yes it was good oh I, I liked it I am never going to be upset about somebody's excitement bubbling through in a reaction like right. that's Awesome. One of the greatest what moments if... I had in the movie theater this past year was Captain Mjolnir, and the entire theater just erupted. It was like we were at a ball game. Yeah, like, that's It was fun. so fun. You know, that reminds and me. Over... They, they can't hear them. Well, that, that cheer means nothing. But it's not for them, it's for us. To, are we not
0: supposed to cheer for sports games at sports bars? <laughs> well, They can't hear you cheering. They don't right. know. That
1: that's right. They're
0: on the Someplace else. It's and you're a, in a natural.
1: Bar. Uh, it's a natural reaction. And uh, to be honest, I am not generally a natural reactor. I don't clap at movies. I don't, you know, talk to the screen unless it. I just can't help it. And the yeah. uh, the most recent time I can remember is at the end of um, not Glass, the one before Glass, uh, the M Night movie Split. At the end of Split, when it's revealed uh, that the movie is in the same universe as Unbreakable, uh, or <laughs> all right, sorry. How does Aaron officially know Danae is bored by his story. She I'm has something inside myself. her. She can't I'm she just can't just help but let it out. I'm just expressing myself. But anyways, at the end of that movie, I am I literally was yelling at the screen. Oh no, you did not. You did not just do like I couldn't help myself. Now can M Night hear me? Yes. No, that's not I mean, what no. it's about. It's not it's just a re like that is fun to me. I like I'm I'm generally not that person, but man, I would never judge anybody for having a reaction.
0: My my uh reaction was in what was it, two towers when, when tongue stabs Saruman. And uh-huh. I, I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can I tell you a clapping story from my screening of Rise of Skywalker? It involves spoilers. Oh. So uh, uh. so spoilers now. Maybe, I, maybe I'll just make this the last outtake. Oh, okay. So this is the last outtake. You're not going to miss anything else if you turn it off. But spoilers for Rise of Skywalker. And, and
0: thanks for listening. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and thank you for listening. Great time. So when Ray and Kylo kiss... There was applause. Like, an, uh, enough of it. It was a packed theater. It was opening night. There was, like, a, a lot and then, of a, applause. And, and
0: one 13-year-old like, Ew! <laughs> no. Ew! No, there
1: wasn't that. But it was, like, there was enough applause where people weren't uncomfortable doing it but there wasn't quite enough where you could tell some people weren't into the applause kind of uh-huh. thing so then anyways just a few moments later kylo dies right because oh, he gave no. his life one guy down in the bottom starts applaud <laughs> of a, pl- a, a pl- <laughs> slow clap
0: <laughs> <Woo-hoo>! <laughs> Here like- he goes